0: Well, a happy new year to you. I hope we're not too groggy out there. I'll try to keep it interesting. So if you need to not close your eyes as we pray, that's just fine. (coughs) But let's pray together. Oh God, teach us to see in the dark. Teach us to recognize And receive your beautiful and challenging and persistent light. That we may be one with you and with each other in the spirit through Christ Jesus. Amen. I'd like for you to learn just a very short refrain and sing with me. Um, We'll be singing it just a couple times Uh, throughout the sermon, so go with me on this. It's very simple. It's from John 1, and it just goes, The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. Try that with me. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. This prologue of John's Gospel has a certain mystery about it. It's almost a poem. It conveys a luminous darkness. I think it feels this way because it references creation when the spirit was hovering over the surface of the deep. Tahom is the the deep in Hebrew and a chaotic darkness into which God speaks light. And likewise, the Spirit overshadows Mary, who receives the word spoken to her and receives the word which grew in her in the darkness of her womb. This divine word growing within Mary had participated in the world coming into being and now... Grows lungs and a heart and a stomach, eyelashes, a nose, and a mouth. The Word was with God, and then the Word was with us. The song that we'll be singing at the end of this meditation explores and illumines the fertility of darkness, the fertility of darkness. The darkness of the womb, where life begins, the darkness the seed encounters as it falls into the earth and waits in the soil. By all accounts, divine creativity is at home in the dark. Divine creativity, that which brings life and light, is at home in the dark. which brings me to psalm 139 which says in verse 12 even the darkness is not dark to you the night is as bright as the day for darkness is as light to you imagine Jesus learning to pray with this psalm that that God is not confused by darkness imagine Jesus, hearing those words, your eyes saw my unformed substance. You knit me together in my mother's womb. What a deep comfort it would have been as this shaped Jesus' tender relationship with the Father. And what an encouragement in his mission, which must have felt heavy and dark many times. I think this is why the angels can dare to say such a thing as don't be afraid. Do not be afraid because God is equally at home in darkness and in light. Because God brings the light. God provides God's own light. God has no trouble seeing in the dark for God's own presence shines. And likewise, God's spirit within us is not threatened or confused by darkness, though of course we, in our limitations, are. But even so, all the while, God in love is present, even in our deepest darkness, transforming and restoring and healing all things. The light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. And we carry this light within us. Everywhere we go, the light of Christ goes with us, fearless and not baffled by darkness. You carry the light of Christ within you when you go to visit our sister Patricia, as you sit with her in those moments, you are a flesh and blood incarnation of love. You carry the light of Christ when you donate and deliver a bed and frame to one of our neighbors who is poor in money and rich in faith. Of course, Debbie and her daughter Crystal, who face a lot of challenges in their everyday life, and are very faithful at our community meal, and the most cheerful, faith-filled people you'd want to meet. And when you embrace the courage to face your own pain, instead of passing it on to others, you are, in that, a willing recipient of Christ's light. And this is perhaps the most difficult and maybe the most important work that any of us does, the work of receiving God's healing within ourselves, because this passes on health to the next generation. The light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. John one twelve says in the NRSV, To all who received him, who believed in his name, he gave power to become children of God, who were born not of blood or of the will of the flesh or of the will of man, but of God. Born of God. All of us. Do you claim this birthright of light? You were born of god born of light do you know that you already live in god that you are breathing god's breath that you are filled with light this season of lighting candles in the darkness could be just something we do as human beings to help us get through the winter to make ourselves feel a little less alone, take the edge off the cold, maybe help us be a little more cheerful, but as people of the way of Jesus, this symbol of light is much more than that. If the God of the vast universe is in such solidarity with humanity that this holy and unfathomable creator chose to enter into the poverty and fear of our world as well as the immense beauty of human existence. If it's true that God who created life itself became dependent on a teenage mom and a working class man for the basic necessities of life, if this is our God, then we carry immeasurable hope the depths of God's desire to be in relationship with us as creatures the lengths that God is willing to go brings me to my knees in amazement and gratitude and if you have not experienced this divine solidarity of God being with you and for you, friends, it's not to be missed. I I do believe that there are times coming when our core identity in Christ will be tested. Our core identity as followers, followers of Jesus. And it's crucial that we're nurturing this connection with God so that we know who we are, and so that we know who it is who grounds and sustains us. It is the one for whom darkness and light are both alike. The one who has no fear because the one who calls us is completely love. And in that perfect love, there is no space for fear. I'm asking you to choose again the wisdom of paying attention to whatever it is that helps you connect with this one who sees in the dark, this one who is perfect love, who became flesh and lived among us, with us, and the one who is ever drawing you into freedom and fullness of life. This is not something more to do. This is not a New Year's resolution, although if that helps you, that's fine. But it's a noticing, a choice to continue to notice your own desire for God. However small or indecisive that desire may be, or if it's a great burning flame within you, then hallelujah. But however unclear it might be to you, pay attention. And open yourself in whatever way you can. Because, brothers and sisters, every step that we take, every opening, is a door to another opening. And we are continually led deeper into love. If for you this simply means to go deeply, more deeply into your own questions, God is not afraid of that and will meet you with grace and truth. If this actually means doing less so that you have space to pay attention, please do that discernment and let something go. If for you it means, especially if you feel that your life is too chaotic, if it just means a few breaths here and there through your day, acknowledging God's presence within you and with you, then do that. This moving toward the light, this dwelling in darkness until our eyes adjust with God doesn't need to be anything big or heroic, but please pay attention to whatever inkling you have of God's movement in your life and move toward it. Wherever the spark of light is, pay attention and open. Go toward your desire for love or toward your questions or toward your prayers or your spiritual disciplines as if your life depends on it. Because not only does your own soul and body need this, but we here, this body, and our city, and God's good earth, and heaven knows this country needs people who are willing to learn to see in the dark. We here and this world needs people who have experience with a light that shines and is not overcome. People who bear the light of Christ with amazement and gratitude and hope and who encourage each other on the way. If God is in such deep love with us, such risky and profound solidarity, then we too can go on learning to bear the burning light of love and to be in solidarity with each other and with our neighbors. The light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. So be encouraged, children of God. The flame already burns within you. You are full of light. Receive it, accept it, and release it wherever your beautiful feet take you. You are born of God and made to be luminous.